Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome to Season 2 of Surviving Motherhood. I'm Chris, a wife and mom of four boys. And I'm Rachel, a wife and mom of a boy and a girl. We're sister-in-laws living in the South just trying to laugh through the ups and downs of motherhood. So grab your coffee or wine and settle in for some real talk. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Surviving Motherhood Podcast. And we are back with an interview today. And we are so excited because we are in this full immersed digital age. And most of us are kind of still floundering on what to do with our kids, what to do with them in technology. How do we protect them? But how do we also support them in this? And so I found that, well, they actually found us. They commented on one of our photos and I went and stopped their account. And I was like, hey, we need to have them on. So these ladies are from Letters and Sense. They have a great Instagram account with lots of great information on your children in the digital age. And I was like, this is something that we have not talked about that I definitely feel like I could have more information on. And as far as parenting goes, I feel like there's a lot of camps in the like the don't ever let your child use any screen ever or I do screen time whenever I want, whenever I feel like it. So I'm glad that there's like some middle ground where we're talking about like actually educating them. And anyway, I'll step back off my soapbox. So I'm I'm obviously excited to have them here today. So will you guys go ahead and take turns? We've got two guests tonight. So if you guys want to take turns introducing yourselves, just tell a little bit about you and just kind of how you started um, this account and what made you guys want to work together on it. Yeah, so this is Angela. Um, Rosie and I started Letters and Sense as a way to really find information about how kids consume information. And we really weren't able to find it on our own. And so we dove really deep into the literature and decided, you know what we should do is share this with other parents who need it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm Rosie and Angela and I have known each other for a few years and she brought up this conundrum as you mentioned at the beginning that there's so much information out there and it seems to kind of pivot from one extreme to the other and we were looking for a middle ground that was grounded in evidence and so we started what started as sort of just a conversation and rabbit trail that we went down became this Instagram account and so here we are almost a year later yes yes absolutely Okay, so was there anything specific that made you interested in kids' technology? I know you just kind of talked about that, but... Yeah, so I think, first of all, we're both interested in all things parenting. And, you know, technology is ubiquitous, so it's kind of hard to avoid. Um, But as we were having our discussions just as friends and parents, we just noticed that we couldn't find a lot about how kids actually use technology. And we wanted to kind of dive into how kids think critically about the messages that they see every day, which led us to this concept of media literacy, um, how we all understand, interpret, and analyze messages and information, and how Mm -hmm. kids can use technology to um, understand the world around them 
And how do we as parents guide them through this? Yeah. And we were really like, like Angela said, we were trying to figure out how do we help prepare our kids for when we're not around? So there are so many experiences in our kids' lives where we are there, but then there are play dates and times at school and times where they're sort of flying solo and wanting to make sure that our kids knew what it was that we valued about how they consume information and use screen time and things like that so that they were as best prepared for this world where devices aren't going anywhere. So we've got to prepare them to kind of be in this world. Absolutely. I love that. Yes. And I completely agree. I talked to my daughter recently. She was telling me about a video she'd watched and I was like, well, where did you see that? And she was like, it's cool. But it was on PBF Kids Moms. It's fine. You know, and I'm like, well, you know, okay. But like, I didn't even know you were like scrolling, picking out your own videos to watch. Like, you know, I didn't, I guess I wasn't even aware of what capabilities they had individually. Like picking, I know that they integrate technology into the classroom, but like she's scrolling, finding her own little viral videos. It had a song (laughs) to it. She was dancing and singing. I was like, what is that? She's like, oh, mom, it's kids. Don't worry. And I'm like, yeah, but I didn't even, I didn't, I wasn't even prepared for that. So yes, it's like, I, I didn't. Yes. Yes, absolutely. They're even at like where you think they're being sheltered. They're not, they've got access to a lot more stuff than we realize yes. or their friends do. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, that's a whole other thing. Okay. So if we're talking about the, I know a lot of, I mean, you will see before every holiday, like my son is about to turn three. What tablet should I get them? So what kind of do you think should be a first uh, device or first way to introduce your child to technology at a younger age? So we wish we had a really clean answer for that one, but (laughs) yes, as with all things in life, you know, there's gray area and this is one of those where there's really no one best choice. So Mm -hmm. uh, looking at the research, it really, the thing that continues to come up is this idea of four C's. So I'll kind of talk through what those are. So the first is context content, connection, and child. So really letting that be the lens through which you make a decision. So if you're thinking about a tablet, if you're thinking about a phone for an older kid, if you're thinking about giving them one of your old phones and, you know, stripping it of everything, think through those four things. And so with content specifically, what are they watching? What is it? You know, is it the PBS Kids Mm -hmm. app at school or is it something on YouTube that you really would not feel good about? Um, The context is where are they watching? Are they watching it with friends? Are they watching? Is it a family movie night? Is it something that they're doing alone? Are they in a shared space? Are they in a public area where you can see what it is that they're watching? Uh, Connection. Is this really fostering connection or impeding it? Or is it something that is bringing you and your family closer together or bringing them close to maybe a grandparent that lives far away when they're FaceTiming them? Or is it something that is really preventing them, you know, with my kid, t- turning your listening ears off. It's almost sometimes like when they have a device in their hand, they can't hear me anymore. And so <laughs> those are questions yeah. that I often ask myself. Um, and then last, ch- the child. So above all else, you know, what, how is your child showing up and being prepared to have different rules and responsibilities for your your different children because they're all different. And that might not sit well with your kids that, hey, this person got a device when they were this age. But if your kids are at different maturity levels, different skill levels, levels, just different aptitudes, it's okay to have a nuanced approach to how you approach giving them a device. Mm-hmm. I love that about the um, connection because I can remember my son whenever he got the Nintendo Switch. And so we were going to have like a family 
a race night on Mario Kart. And he's like, but does this count as my screen time? You know, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't think so because it's with all of us. You know, I was like, oh, I, that's a good question. <laughs> those yeah. are one of those that you just have to stop and go, well. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Let me talk to your dad because we <laughs> haven't talked about that. <laughs> because then they'll use every excuse to be like, no, my brother watched me play for five minutes. So yeah. actually, this was, it, this it was, was so time. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's the thing is a lot of people are, you know, count wanting to count screen time with the number. And, you know, frankly, the American Academy of Pediatrics provides really solid recommendations around that up until kids are age five. But after that, they don't provide a number of minutes that they say is appropriate because it's so subjective based on the context and how they're using it and how it's really impacting that specific kid. So as much as, like, like I said earlier, we wish we had that number that we could all kind of hang our hat on. It just doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. That's going to be one of those things that we're not going to have any data for until we get further out and people are reflecting <laughs> back on older. their own child. Yeah. 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 Right now, we're just all like, oh, that's, that's a great question. Because, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I mean, that's so difficult to track. But, yes, 100%. And it's one of those things where you have to, you know, monitor and adjust for your own child. Because some children, you know, mo- man- self-manage themselves better. <laughs> mm. Yes. Oh, for sure. Yes. Oh, okay. So, how do you recommend parents monitor their child's online activity? Or what does that... That's kind of a big loaded question. So I understand that. But um, what does it look like to be involved in your child's, um, you know, device usage and online activity? Yeah. So uh, maybe, Angela, I'll start out on this one and you can chime in. So I I spoke a little bit earlier about kind of the American Academy of Pediatrics recommendations. I'll talk a little bit about what those are because I just think they're helpful for kind of guideposts for us to keep in mind, which are that really until your child is 18 months old, that they recommend no screen time. And then after that 18 to 24 months, it's really mostly for video chats and things where, you know, you're seeing family members and it's a way to connect. And then from 18 to um, the other piece is that then after that, it's one hour a day from ages three to five. And then, excuse me, from ages two to five. And then after that, it becomes pretty subjective. So what does it look like to be involved in your kid's life? It's pretty heavy early on. You're really taking more of a monitoring and surveillance approach, thinking about then shifting your focus to being more of a mentor, this concept of being a digital mentor. So in the same way you think about, we teach our kids to cross the street by holding our hands and it's a long time before they're flying solo in a parking lot, you know, running, running by themselves there. You know, we would, we wouldn't do that. We were preparing our kids. And so in the same way we think about swimming lessons and floaties, we're thinking about, you have digital surveillance monitoring apps and things that you can use, but you also want to build their skills. So helping them to be able to understand what is, what are safe and unsafe places online? What are the times when I need to ask for help? Those are what we really are trying to focus on is that both and approach. Mm-hmm. Our kids actually just had a um, internet safety class at school. So like oh. it came from like a, I think it was like the attorney general maybe or something. They got like this little pamphlet at school. Yeah, about- it was state. It was statewide, something that they're trying to implement. I mean, it was cheesy, but the information <laughs> was good. Like yeah. it was like a and little just- eagle. Like, <laughs> yeah, but know. the boys came home and they're like, today we talked about this. So it opened the door for us to talk even more, you know, like, 
So I thought that That's was great. good. Yeah. Yeah. It's Moving starting in the right to become, direction. yeah. And it's starting to become more, um, just more on the minds of states across the country, having some form of media and digital literacy. It's just from our perspective, it's, it's one piece of the puzzle. You know, we can't just say, okay, that checks the box, you know, we're done yes. here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, like you said, it, it opens that door. It seems like as a culture in general, we've been so slow to react on how to manage that with all the online bullying that, you know, teenagers are going through, you know, the way people are treating each other (laughs) online. Like, it seems like we're um, really taking our time to get some systems in place to train children better. Yes. (laughs) So anyway, I'm Mm -hmm. sure I'm sure that (laughs) I'm sure that you guys know that I'm standing on your soapbox. But yes, absolutely. Okay, so if you could only give someone one piece of advice, what would it be? Um, I think our biggest piece of advice is connection and just staying connected with your kids. So all the literature that we've read over the past year tells us that that is the most important part of um, raising a kid in the digital age. What does that look like? It looks like co-viewing TV shows, playing video games with your kids, which a lot of us don't do, but just sitting down and asking them questions about what is going on in Minecraft. Can you show me how you build that? Um, Keeping that connection wide open and giving them words. So if they do run into an issue, like you just mentioned, online bullying, if they do run into an issue like that, they know how to come and talk to you about it so that they feel comfortable and they feel like you're an actual resource for them when the time is right. As a mom of four boys, I love that because there's probably going to be a lot of video gaming happening. <laughs> the older they get. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're not the most interesting que- uh, conversation sometimes, but just listen away and, and get interested. <laughs> yes. And it's a good, I mean, it's just a good way to co- get on their level and connect with them where they sure. are. And it, you get the cool mom creds. Who doesn't yeah, want absolutely. cool mom yeah. creds? <laughs> That's I, uh, my daughter right now um, wants to play this specific adopt a pet game on Roblox. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and so I sat, I actually sat with her tonight while she played and helped her add up the money because she wanted to buy the specific pet. And I was like, this is mind numbing. You know, no one tell her, no one tell her that. But I could yeah. tell that it was important to her. So I tried to make that time. I don't always do that. But I could tell that tonight, like, it made a connection. So I'm like, oh, well, that's sweet. She went to bed and tonight exactly. and said, thank you for letting me use the Aww. TV. And I was oh, like, well. Wow. <laughs> that's a parenting she, win right there. Yeah. yeah. But she told Chris, um, yesterday when she told her to buckle up in the car, we're only going like three minutes away. So <laughs> She did do Uh-oh. that. Yeah. I so we've got all kinds. Of- <laughs> <laughs> and I told her, she was like, but we were, and I didn't say it like that. And I'm like, child, you always well, just- buckle up in the car. <laughs> <laughs> just so you know, today when she got in the car, I said, Adeline, are you buckled? And she goes, yes, ma'am. I'm trying. <laughs> so it obviously worked. Uh, she she sat in her room with uh, some books yesterday afternoon. Those old school, <laughs> those old school thing called books. Yeah, she said, "What am I gonna do?" And I'm like, "You're gonna do whatever you want, just in here." Period. <laughs> oh, fun times. Yeah. Okay, so we know that there's a lot of misconceptions floating around on kids and technology and screen time. What would you say is like a super common one that you see that you wish would just go away? <laughs> well. 
I think that um, it really boils down to the word screen time. So oh, we, hear, okay. we hear all those headlines about, you know, too much screen time. Kids are addicted. Kids are lazy. And what that really does is kind of shame kids when we know mm-hmm. that technology is so ubiquitous, right? So mm-hmm. we all use our phones and use our social media. Um, and so how do we include kids in that and show them that there's actually good that can come out of technology and make technology positive and fun? So we have a thing that we put on Instagram. It's called our Media Challenge, where we actually encourage parents and kids to go outside using either a tablet or if you're willing to give them your phone. Um, Have the kids take pictures of nature, a tree, a flower, whatever. Um, Have the kids put some stickers on it, edit it in some way. This actually helps build their media literacy and will show them that um, you know, things on the internet may change. Things on the internet maybe aren't as they seem, um, but also show them that technology is fun and that they can use it in a positive way. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hmm. Yeah, that's a great uh, that's a great concept in general. Just like taking it outside, exploring. Love that. Love it. Love yeah, that. kids actually really enjoy it. They think they get a kick out of it. My yes. kids love taking pictures of stuff, and I love to look at them because I'm like, this is what they see. It'll be like me <laughs> pointing my finger at the two year old, a new angle, <laughs> or loading the dishwasher. Yeah, it's just like, oh, these are beautiful. Thank you guys for these. <laughs> The number of chins I have from the angle yeah. that I take them at is never flattering. Yeah. Never we all have flattering. those in our camera roll. So yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I forget to delete them and I'll be looking back there and I'm like, wait, when did this happen? Like, because I've forgotten he's even taken them. Lawson, my son now knows. He knows how to get the emergency calling section up and the um and They the teach that camera. at school. Oh, really? Their little preschool. Yeah, she, because the teacher um, sent us a message that was like, today we showed the kids how to dial 911, um, but if you could use your phone to show them how to, like, swipe up, what, whatever you do. And I'm like, I don't even know how to do that, so I had to learn how to do it so uh, I could show my four-year-old. Oh, uh, I don't, I, we didn't get, I don't know if Lawson's class did that, but well, he, you know. Maybe call he your surely show. he surely likes to try to call nine one one. Like I'm, I'm calling somebody. I'm like, who are you calling? He said, I don't know yet. I'm like, mm, okay, well, that oh, sounds like funny. a good plan. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so okay, so we're gonna get into the mom side just a little bit. So what 
do you, how do you think moms can balance technology in their own life? This is a tough one. I mean, I know <laughs> it's so hard. And actually we've started doing more posts on our Instagram account that are targeted towards parents because we realize we are such a huge part of this equation. You know, our kids are looking to us, particularly when they're younger, uh, they think we're their heroes, you know, and they're, we're their role models. So how do, how do we make what they're looking up to something that we feel good about? And I'll mm-hmm. say that since starting Letters and Sense, I'm on my phone more than I ever have been before. You know, mm-hmm. and that, that's yeah. a hard reality. I'm using my phone more. I'm posting and doing these things. And so for for me, and, you know, this is borrowed from what we've learned about is the best thing that helps me is to create spaces within my home and during my daily routine where there just aren't any devices. So for, for me, what that looks like is when I'm getting ready with my kids in the morning, you know, we'll use Alexa to, to have songs and stuff playing, but I try to keep my phone on the nightstand. And then in the evenings when we're doing bedtime routine and dinner, those are times where I just don't use it because it's too great of a temptation for me to kind of shoot off a quick text or take, Mm. you know, sometimes we'll take pictures or things like that, but I try to just not have it there because otherwise, like I said, I don't trust myself. The temptation is too great. So for me, setting these things, these kind of parameters that my husband and I say, these are, these are our ground rules for each other and we hold each other accountable. Does it mean that we're hard and fast about it all the time? No, absolutely not. But I think the advice that I would give is kind of pay attention to yourself. I have been realizing it doesn't feel good when my face is on my phone all the time. And so I'm just trying to notice that and not have shame or judgment for myself, but just say, I'm going to notice that and see what I can do to change, make some slight shifts in my routine that make me feel just a little bit better about how I'm showing up for myself and my kids. I love that you say you don't put shame with it because that is my like, go to when I lay down at the end of the night I'm like I was on my phone a ridiculous amount today like why do I suck so bad you know I'm just always like so and then I wake Mm -hmm. up the next day and do the same thing yeah I'm like Mm -hmm. why like I will try to shuffle my apps around just to see how much my muscle memory goes to those apps (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. I'm like what I don't even I'm not even getting on my phone to look at anything I just out of habit, there's like a quiet moment and I immediately am opening Instagram for no, like without a thought. I yeah, just, absolutely. it's so hard. It yep. is. And I think, you know, the shame we, I love Brene Brown. I know Angela does too. You know, mm-hmm. she talks so oh, much about too. just that. Yeah, exactly. I mean, just that, that the shame doesn't serve us. You know, it kind of keeps us in our little shame spirals and doesn't allow us to, to make those changes. I mean, so much easier said than done, but when I try to be kind to myself and only say to myself what I would say to a friend, just just like, okay, what would it like to, to be to do a little bit better tomorrow, you know, and trying to have that attitude for myself. Yes, yes, yes. yes. I need to try that. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Okay, so now we have literal mom questions. Um, these are just we. Anytime we interview moms, we ask them these set of questions. Um, so what is your biggest mom thing, your biggest mom worry? It keeps you up at night. You stress about it. What is it? Uh, for me, it's all the things. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I feel that. I feel that deep. <laughs> oh. uh, there's not a thing I don't worry about. But I will say what calms the worries a little bit for me and my family is just having a routine. So I've Mm -hmm. noticed that when we're on our routine and everyone knows when bedtime is and everyone knows when dinner is and when activities are done, um, 
you know, we're in a better space. So us keeping to that routine and still, you know, going out and having ice cream and doing fun things occasionally, but keeping to that routine day after day, um, as boring as it sounds, actually helps kind of calm that worry and keep everything moving in a, in a positive way. Oh, we're yes. routine girls, so we're, oh, yeah. <laughs> we're both nodding, I'm sure. I, I can't oh, see Chris right now, but I know she's not. She yes. is. Yes, she is. Uh, she is all about. I remember when her, her kids, uh, she probably only had two at the time, but when Chris, wh- what were we doing? Probably going to the lake and you were like, no, they have to go home. We have yeah. to go home. They have to go <laughs> oh, to bed. Yeah. So many that of my too. friends. And, and I was, I was kind of young when like I had my first, my first at 23. And so everybody was still like, you know, hanging out, mm-hmm. you, you know, nobody had kids yet. And I'm like, uh, sorry, it's 715. That's when we take a bath and go to bed. So like, <laughs> I've got to go. I can't yeah. go out to eat at six because then I wouldn't be home in time. You know, and everyone's yes. like, oh, you're no fun. Well, all my babies slept through the night by eight weeks. So I'm like, who's <laughs> laughing now? <laughs> exactly. Now they're like, hey, uh, what? how do I get my you kid were telling to sleep? Me about? Yes. Yes. Okay. So what's yours, Rosie? Oh gosh. I I feel like oh man, I have several. <laughs> I, I think for me, I, I whenever I'm hosting anyone or like have anybody over more than my family, it's do we have enough food? Um so I think that's like the southerner. <laughs> yes. So like we had a Super Bowl party last week. That is stressful. And, that yes. is stressful. So I made all this food and I told every I told my husband what we were gonna make. He's like, that's more than enough. And I was like, okay, so then I'm gonna add a soup and <laughs> double the recipe. So of course no one ate it and you know there's too much food. So that I'd say that's one is making sure we have enough. And then I think my other worry is we live um, far away from some of our family. And so I want to make sure we get connection with them as much as possible. So like almost obsessively FaceTime my (laughs) in-laws because I'm like, okay, I just want them to see our kids. And they're like, okay, yeah, we saw you yesterday. It's going to be fine. (laughs) Uh, So that's me. I like to use FaceTime too, though, as like a time filler, like, Oh yeah. The kids are like, Oh, we're we're bored or can we have another snack or blah blah blah? You know, I'm like, let's call Nana. Let's yeah. see, let's see what, let's she's, see what doing. she's up to. She <laughs> may be driving uh across the town, but you know, let's just see. Let's just yeah. check. Been there. Yep. Okay. So uh, how do you guys relax after a long day? Um, so for me again, I feel like this is um showing my how boring I am but I mean (laughs) just like honestly like coming home and just eating dinner with my family is like a big reward for the end of the day we're a big board game family so if we can squeeze a board game in we will do that Mm -hmm. um and then reading a bedtime story um you know of course after everyone's in bed I'll I'll scroll through Instagram I find that to be relaxing you know learning a little bit at the end of my day too is good so yeah that's it's pretty standard but but that's what I like to do. Yes. Yeah. For me, um, all the things Angela said, I'm still <laughs> trying to get my husband to be a board game guy. So it's in progress. <laughs> um, but I just finished the Netflix documentary Cheer and I have a cheer shaped hole in my heart. I don't know if anybody oh, has seen it's it. It's so um, good. It's so good. What so, is it? I've never even heard of that. How have you it's missed about- that, Chris? Are you I living have a in a hole? I have a billion children. That's why. 
<laughs> Lord have mercy. That's all people are talking about. How it's did you about the it? Navarro Junior College Cheer Squad and their um, road to the national championship. Okay, wait. If, is if Jerry you ask. on this show? Yes, Jerry. Jerry. Okay, yeah. I have, I have heard of Jerry. <laughs> See, yeah. I was like, there's no way you've avoided this completely. <laughs> Jer- Jerry's a, a, a personal hero, you know. Oh, my gosh. Like, so, have you seen yeah. the video of him welcoming people into work? That's the no. one I saw. That's oh my gosh! Where he says like your jewelry is on point. Yes, like yeah. he's like you're beautiful. You are a star. This workday is going to be yours. And I'm like, yes. Why does he not wake me up in the morning? So yes. I'm gonna need, I'm gonna need to make sure you get a hold of that video. Yes. After this, because it is so good. He's he's precious. He's a sweet baby angel, and his little story just makes me tear up thinking about it. I can't do it. It's a yeah. it's an amazing documentary. Whether you have cheered or haven't, but also I did a toe touch after that. Just amazing, <laughs> and it's not uh, great. Did you it's die? Not great. No, I did not die, but it was not like I remembered it. I was like, "Wait, <laughs> I used to could do this, and now it, it it's still level, but it's my legs coming up to the front, not to the sides. It's like I I'm can't right. even <laughs> I can't even do a straddle anymore. So, oh, well, I never had anything to do with cheer, and I still loved it. So, uh, I, yes, yeah. the yeah. stories are just so good, and they're working so hard, but they're also not. I'm concerned with their safety standards, but that's a whole different podcast. Yeah. (laughs) There's too many concussions. I'm worried about those children. Oh, which I have a ankle injury. So like, I can't say anything. You did too, Chris, didn't you? Yeah. I broke broke my ankle cheerleading. Yep. I tore all my ligaments and had to have surgery. So like, it's not a recommended sport. Mm. So, (laughs) but the documentary is great. Yeah. So, (laughs) yeah. So I watch Netflix and just kind of relax you can press and insta scroll as well yeah 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 always and and you can insta scroll through cheer i've been trying to i've yeah there's been a few shows i've tried to watch recently that you have to pay attention to and i'm like Mm -hmm. wait i don't need that at night i don't (laughs) i need something fun and mindless except for cheer was not always fun it was kind of scary at times but in a good way anyway the, I'll, I'll i'll let you guys watch cheer for yourself uh, obviously i don't need to now i don't think <laughs> no you don't know about lexi's struggles or morgan living with her grandparents there is more stories to unfold Chris. okay okay fine <laughs> just get ready okay so what advice would you give to a new mom like what's one piece of like good old solid mom advice that they did ask for <laughs> not, <laughs> ask, not unsolicited advice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure. Uh, it's been a while since I've been a new mom, but um, I'm thinking uh, read with your kids. So mm-hmm. that's obviously not something that you're going to do right away. Uh, Reading is going to be low on the priority. Just get through your day at first. <laughs> but um, once you're, once you're kind of in that routine, um, there's so much joy in reading out loud with your kids. Um, I just think it's such a special time to snuggle um, and and learn together. But just don't expect them to sit still because that's probably unlikely. Give them something to play with and read to them. Mm-hmm. I let lost my son right now is in a phase where he loves to read, but he just wants to talk through the yeah. whole thing. Okay. So I'm like trying to that make does not surprise that. me. That yeah. child wants to talk through everything. Yes, yeah. he must he get does. that from his dad, Rachel. Yeah, I don't know. I could never imagine. Um, <laughs> but but I'm a I'm a I have a early childhood ed degree and I taught for a few years before I had kids and so like my teacher side wants to be like crisscross applesauce Lawson you are not focused (laughs) and I have to be like no this is his house this is his fun place if he wants to tell me about the why the bird looks like it's got feathers on its head which obviously it does 
that was a 15 minute conversation the other night. So <laughs> it's a fun time. Okay. okay. Yes. Uh, I think for me, this is more like advice for people who are friends with new moms, which is check in on them. You know, mm. I think that's just yeah. such a vulnerable time where it's can be completely overwhelming. Your world changes. Um, I have two children. So when I went from one to two, even, you know, that learning curve was really steep. And so I think just advice, if your friend is having a baby and you love them, text them, you might not get a text back, or it might be at a weird time of day, weird hours of the night, but continue to check in. And cause you're going to be the one that notices if something is off, if they're not feeling like themselves and, can just help kind of be that buffer that helps them remember who they were before kids and remind them that there is, it's going to feel normal again. It's going to be different, but it'll feel normal again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. that's really good. Oh, such a good point. But it's so hard to see it in the moment. So you need somebody from the outside being like, you got this. Exactly. I'm like, I'm not <laughs> sure. getting any new, any parents more advice. I'm like, talk to their friends. Like, Friends show yeah. up for your, your new mom friends. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're That's getting great. plenty of advice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> and they're getting plenty of, you look tired. Like, yes. okay, thank you. Thank you. Why do you ever helpful. say that to anyone ever? <laughs> yeah. I'm just nope. like, what? Nope. Never. Oh, goodness. I, did, I didn't put purple eyeshadow on under my eyes. This isn't a choice. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay, ladies. So where can everybody find you on social media where they can get more info and um, look see your media challenge and all that fun stuff? So they can go to Instagram and at letters and sense all spelled out okay. and letters and sense.com. Perfect. Easy, easy enough. And we'll have links to their page on Instagram at surviving motherhood podcast and on our show notes on our website, surviving motherhood podcast.com. Thank you ladies so much for coming on. We so appreciate it. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Yes, I feel like I learned a lot today. Now I've just got to put it into practice. I'm also not going to shame myself for my screen time report. That's the <laughs> exactly. main thing I learned. That's right. Um, what that's what right. say? That screen time report is real rude, by the way. And do you know real when mine rude. comes in? I don't know how to change this, but every Sunday while I'm sitting yes. in church, it Sunday. says. Here's your screen time report. I'm like, I am worshiping the Lord. I do not need y'all to shame me for how long I have been on my screen. Oh, yeah. It's, it's a like, painful how do I one. That? It's a day of reflection, Chris. You got to take your Sunday. Come on Sunday. Mine does. Mine yes, does. Mine does too. Okay. Yep. Well, that was whoever created that. I'm mad about it. Uh, it's, it wouldn't hit right any day of the week. Let's be real. I know, but while I'm at church. <laughs> maybe oh, you need goodness. to pray about it <laughs> oh goodness okay guys thank you so much for tuning in and as always good luck surviving motherhood imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt now imagine them getting even softer over time that's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.